The party crosses the worn, stony bridge. All seems well until the nine-foot-tall, 500-pound ravenous monster climbs from beneath the bridge and tears the paladin's legs off. Interested in a new spin on a nasty classic monster? Well, tonight we explore the lore and story of the regenerating horrors known as trolls. That's how we roll. 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 Welcome to the Goblin's Corner. My name is Eric. And I'm Matt. And tonight we're discussing trolls. Trolls. Yeah, just trolls. Nasty, ravenous beasties that have been around since traditional first edition D&D. Or at least since the invention of the internet. That's right. Well, they've been around even before that, in fact. And tonight we'll get to the lore and deadliness of trolls, why they're pretty awesome monsters, and why, once again, we've had to make them one episode because we can't pair them with another one. Right. There, There's too much going on there's with them. There's way too much. And they're great. That's right. So tonight we'll talk about trolls. That's it. Yeah. We're, just, we're talking about trolls. Talking trolls. Talking troll talk. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> I was literally about to say that. Nice. Yeah. So if you haven't yet, hit the like and subscribe button. Help us get our show out to more people and get notified when awesome episodes come your way. And if you're listening to the show, give us a review on iTunes or Podchaser. The trolls will appreciate it as well. Probably the internet trolls will as well. That's where I was going with the whole internet. Ah, I like that. Yeah, very nice. So, Matt, first off, why are we talking about trolls? Well, first off, because they're fucking creepy. Yeah, they're nasty beasties, right? They come from mythology. They make great melee monsters. They're great for murder hobos. And great for murder hoboing other murder hobos. Indeed. You can hobo the hobos, folks, with a troll. They're hard to kill. They just, they keep coming back and keep coming back. Yeah, they're the gift that keeps on giving in many in many ways, right? And finally, they make surprisingly interesting NPCs. That's true. They can be a lot of fun there. So we'll talk a little bit about ways you can kind of add a little bit more depth to a troll or just make him even more nastier we do a little both you know a little column a a little column b a little bit of both now for this episode it should be noted that we are talking about trolls as the monsters the npc monsters and not as player characters many different games use trolls so um for example gurps uses trolls as player characters shadowrun shadowrun has trolls chummer runequest has them i think warhammer has trolls at some point there's like Five or six, 10, 15, 20 different games that use trolls as playable races. That's great. That'll be a different episode. Yeah, that's that's not what we're talking about. Yeah, we don't have that kind of time. So tonight, it's just the NPCs. We'll have a future episode on the variations of PC trolls. So Matt, when we're talking about trolls, let's get a little bit of a classical definition of what a troll is. So what are we talking about? A troll is generally... A large, brutish creature which lives in mountainous areas. Okay. Yeah. That's the basic definition, right? Yep. Trolls are traditionally depicted as being large, ugly, mischievous creatures that dwell in mountains, forests, and caves. And this comes from straight up like Norse legend, right? Right. Now, trolls have a rich cultural heritage in Norse, Scandinavia, and even other northern European folklore. Yeah, that's where the uh, the word comes from, if I recall, right? Yes. It's Old Norse meaning like demon or giant or fiend or something like that. Yep. Fun fact, mythological trolls, their appearance varies greatly, like a lot, a lot. Okay. They might be hideous or 
they might look like and behave exactly like normal humans. Yeah, it, don't like the uh, Scandinavian trolls. Like, aren't they like mountainous size? Yeah, they are. They are mo- like literally a thousand foot tall. Just because we have the standard D and D trolls or Pathfinder trolls, you can have trolls of all types in your game, and I would say you should definitely do that. One hundred percent. Interesting note as well, they're often associated with darkness, magic, and death, which makes sense. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. And they have a reputation for kidnapping, eating, or turning humans into trolls. Now, we found this online. Yeah, trollcanthrope. We will explore this particular note later on, but that to me is, oh my God, you want to really screw with your characters? They get bit and turn into a troll. I, I love the idea of a were-troll. A were-troll. Think about that. That'd be awesome. Oh, God. <laughs> I just Every time the moon rises. Uh, yeah, they howl at the moon and then bite off somebody's face. <laughs> now, sometimes they are associated with landmarks in Scandinavian folklore, which is often explained in the form of uh, a troll that has been exposed to sunlight which is a traditional weakness as well right and that comes from a couple of different things like the hobbit mentions that it does and i'm sure other legends mentioned that and we referenced a couple of them like the three billy goats gruff which many believe we get the concept of like the troll bridge sure which is kind of cool trolls protecting bridges and stuff yep we mentioned the hobbit mm-hmm. this turning into stone in the sunlight it's true now you have another Pop culture reference for trolls here. They got great hair, man. Pink and purple. All kinds of toys. My kids have trolls. The little gym belly. Yeah, the little little bulbous belly with a little gym in the center. Yeah. Yeah, we might make some trolls out of those. (laughs) That would be hilarious. Some cute little monsters, and then they smile at you, and they bite off your face. Grab your comb or brush, and they comb their luxurious locks. So that's kind of some traditional lore in terms of trolls. Minus that last bit. (laughs) So what is some D&D and Pathfinder-centric troll lore, Matt? Trolls made their debut in the original 1974 edition of D&D as a fearsome monster with regenerative powers and a taste for human flesh. Well, flesh in general. They just, yeah, they're hungry. They're hungry. Hungry trolls. All the flesh. All the time. Now, over years, trolls have undergone a lot of changes and adaptations, reflecting the evolving rules and settings of the game. Yeah, sometimes they get more powerful, sometimes they get less powerful, sometimes they get bigger or smaller. At one point, I think they weren't even giants. Yeah. So, they've been given various different sizes and colors and abilities, regeneration being the one that's always around, but also like claws, bite, sometimes they have a smell, like a scent ability. Sure. And sometimes they're even intelligent. Yes. Those are the fun ones. Yes. In D&D, they're generally regarded as a type of giant with low intelligence, long rubbery noses, and a greenish to grayish skin. Generally rubbery skin, too. I'm trying to figure out like where that would come from. The mind of Gary Gygax? I I mean, fair. (laughs) Who knows? They also usually have coarse gray or greenish black hair. Yep. Now, while they're large creatures, they appear shorter because they're always stooped over. Yeah, knuckle dragon. They've got this hunched over appearance as they kind of almost run on all fours sometimes. Like apish. Yeah, very apish behavior. They're also known for their hunger mm-hmm. and general fearlessness towards damage. They also are generally regarded as being chaotic evil in the alignment scale. 
I have my disagreements with that, but that's that's what the rules say. Yes. <laughs> but, you, you know, again, if you play with alignments, probably chaotic evil, but they don't have to be, and we can explain later with that. Yep. One thing of note, there are many, many, many types of trolls. So many. There's a lot. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. There are more trolls than there are types of dragons. So there are rot trolls, forest trolls, war trolls, cave trolls, rock trolls, dire trolls, venomous trolls, the venom troll, spirit trolls. Because frost trolls. Frost trolls. Scrags. Yeah. There are some scrags. Those are the ones that are aquatic. Sea trolls. Yeah. yeah, sea trolls. Giant two-headed trolls. A little troll etten action. A troll etten. This isn't even the complete list. There's even a fire troll, which resists acid and fire. There's a desert troll. Yeah. Yeah. There's every troll. Pick a place. There's a troll for it. Basically. So there's a lot of variation with this creature, and it should be noted that that's really cool, first off, and B, why aren't you throwing more trolls into your campaign against your players? Obviously, they're designed to be there to hassle your players. Yeah. Because they exist in every environment. Got to have more trolls, man. That's what we're talking about. Matt, let's talk a little bit about some stats with the trolls. These vary, but the three basic stats they all have are they're large in size. Okay. Or larger. They have dark vision. And, of course, they regenerate. Yeah. Those are like the big three that I've seen in every version. All the other versions, sometimes they just vary wildly. (laughs) So, for example, one of the trolls, I think, has like a breath weapon attack. Other trolls have like an aura of like negative energy and stuff like that, which is cool. But in general, they all can see in the dark. They can all bite you very, very hard. And they all regenerate. And they all regenerate. And they're usually big, right? Yeah. Now, in some editions, most editions, I would say, the basic troll can only be harmed by fire or acid. While others, they might just be vulnerable to fire and acid. And they regenerate only when they're not hit by fire or acid. Right. But again, your edition may vary. <laughs> Your troll may vary. And I was going to say, it does depend on which variant of troll you're talking about. Sure. For example, frost trolls are immune to cold damage. Venom trolls are immune to poison. Many trolls have the ability keen smell or scent, which is... So they can track people down like bloodhounds. They can snuff you out. Take that invisible creature. I'm going to bite off your face. Tear you limb from limb. You get a delicious arm sandwich. That's right. Some have more interesting abilities which relate to their regeneration. So, a couple of examples. First off, in some books it states they can reattach their limbs when they're lopped off. That's always amusing. To me, that is an intentional counter to a weapon of sharpness. Oh, yeah. That's what that's for. 100%. (laughs) Some go further and have their limbs turn into other trolls that can really be problematic you lop off the limbs of like three limbs of the troll now you've got four trolls it's time for fireball my guy you got three trolls and a troll that's rapidly regrowing its other limbs hopping on one leg (laughs) others and this is a fun uh deviation too others grow extra appendages or heads or whatever when they're damaged so you lop his arm off now it grows an extra head and a limb or two limbs sure so they're kind of like Hydra. You know me. I'm going to make a random chart to see what grows back when you lop something off. It might not be helpful, but it'll be funny. It'll be hilarious is what it'll be. You cut off a leg and a head grows back. That doesn't help it. That would be awesome, though, in a campaign with a bunch of low-level characters, because it could prove to be a hindrance as well. Sure. Although, imagine this. You roll up to uh, a cave. A troll comes just tearing out, right? It's a standard-looking troll. The fighter gets in the front. 
just does you know a couple quick, well aimed attacks with its sword, right? Sure. She chops him into pieces. Troll just on the ground, littered on the ground. Starts sprouting legs everywhere. Now it looks like a millipede. It's a human centipede, but it's a troll form. Maybe not as nasty as the movie. <laughs> it skitters off in back into the cave. You know the party's gonna turn around and just be like, and, "Nah, yeah, I'm fuck good. that. We're out of here. Good. Yeah, we're good." <laughs> because that's just too weird, right? The other thing is, is if you roll really weird, you could end up with a troll. It has a head, a head where each arm is, and a head where each leg is, and it's just sitting there like a starfish, but it can't move. It's just like, ah, ah, ah. come here, I'm going to bite you. That would be awesome, right? Trolls have a high strength score. They've got decent con and dex, and generally are low on the mental stats, right? And wins sure. charisma. They are natural damage sponges, and they are natural melee monsters. They are great for wrecking a PC when it comes to just straight-up damage. Absolutely. Charge the wizard. Yeah, they, they, sometimes they will, right? They usually have some claw attacks and a bite. After that, then their secondary abilities are what apply. And these can be anything, right? So dire trolls have poison damage in addition to slashing. Uh, I think the cave troll can rake. At least right. third edition it could. It would like hit you with both, and then it would use its back claws to just gut you. And then rot trolls do negative damage... With their claws. Uh-huh. And they have a negative energy aura. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Guess what? They're immune to negative damage, by the way, as well. Sure. In short, these things are strong, these things are tough, and these things are mean. Play them as such. Yeah, that's that's their job, man. Yeah. Speak of things which are mean, it's time for what, Matt? <laughs> the question of the week. All right. We've got a mean, green, trollish machine question for me this week. What is it? Is it troll-related? It, it is. So trolls are normally damaged by fire and acid. Okay. But if you were a troll, what would be your weaknesses? Hmm. If I were a troll, I would be damaged by dairy products. Fair. Lactose intolerant, so that would make sense. That would suck, too, because you could kill me with a vat of ice cream. Cheese pellets and a slingshot. Oh, that'd be awful. That'd be a terrible way to die. Uh, Additionally, I would probably die from some sort of sonic damage due to daytime talk shows. I mean, that's, that's that kills fair. that kills anybody, right? Yeah. Certainly kill my brain cells. What about you? What would you be damaged by? Decaf? I think we'd both be damaged by decaffeinated coffee. That's that's fair. Or just decaf in general. Yeah, that's sure. against our religion anyway. So Right. I think for me, it would probably be boredom mm-hmm. and radiant. Because Sunlight? <laughs> me and the bright lights, we do not get along you are, so You're well. nocturnal, in fact, yes. Of course, we're always interested to see what you would say if you happen to be a troll and want to be damaged by something. So tell us your answer at Goblin's Corner on Twitter, or you can hit us up in all the social comments. Hey, you can even throw it up in the YouTube page if you want. Yeah, just comment down below. Yeah, do that. So we're talking about trolls here. They're nasty eating machines. What kind of behavior do we have with these trolls? In the, in the latest edition of D&D, trolls are described as hulking, brutish, and unintelligent creatures that live in wilderness areas and lairs and are generally played like that. Okay, so you could play them as brutish and such, but there's other ways you can also play their behavior. Absolutely. Trolls are ruled by their hunger. And that's pretty simple, but it can be a fun RP opportunity for players. You don't have to be eaten to be able to provide food for the troll. 
And in fact, I would say if they're always hungry, they're ravenous creatures. I mean, they regenerate constantly. They got to have the energy from something. Right. Then if a party rolls up with, I don't know, a horse or a wagon full of food and a horse. Or a first level spell that ends hunger for the day. Oh, Goodberry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine being able to feed a creature that is always hungry and stop its hunger. It might suddenly sit down and conversate with you. Play in a game of chess or something. Puts on a top hat. (laughs) Monocle is just like, thank you very much, kind sir. I really do appreciate the fact that I'm no longer ravenous anymore. Yes. I was just hangry. (laughs) I mean, I get mad when I'm hungry, too. Right. Maybe maybe they're not evil, folks. Maybe they're just hangry. It's true. Yeah. A counterpoint in a lot of this in terms of behavior, in some of the games, they have their own language. They've got their own cultures, religions. So, for example, uh, Galarian in Pathfinder series, they worship, uh, what is it, Lamashu? Yeah. And then Vaprik in uh, the Forgotten Realms, I think. Mm-hmm. So you could play- The troll the- slash giant god? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, was it the misshapen giant god, I believe? So you could play trolls as- intelligent or at least civilized in terms of like some kind of culture. Sure. And that's a lot of fun too. It also doesn't mean it have to be good, by the way. They could have an entire civilization based off of hunger, which would be neat. That would be interesting. Yeah. Think about how like they build an entire like civilization or city off of acquiring food to sate their hunger constantly. High caloric intake. Yeah. That'd be kind of neat, right? I'm just trying to think of what a a civilization based around that would look like. I'll have to, that's a good thought experiment. That would be delightful. Yeah. Trolls can be formidable opponents, especially when fought in groups or in their own lairs where they can take advantage of natural terrain and ambush tactics. Yeah. They know they regenerate and this is something we, you should stress. So if you're a creature that regenerates constantly and you know, you do it, play them as such they don't fear anything except acid and fire. Right. It it knows it's going to heal. Why would they be scared of your sword? Play that aspect up. A troll has no problems getting wounded because it's just going to regenerate the next round. Right. So think about a typical party. It's going to charge headlong directly into the nearest creature it can attack. Yeah. If you're playing it with any intelligence, which is always a fun extra stat to do, then it might go for the squishiest looking character first, like the wizard. Depends on whether or not it's encountered a wizard is how I would play that. Mm -hmm. Like if it lives close to civilization, it's going to go for the wizard first. But if it's out, out just like deep in the wilderness, it doesn't know. So here's a fun kind of scenario, right? You're tromping through the swamp, right? The paladin's trying to shine his boots because it's just constantly getting muddy. The rogue is, you know, treading lightly across the, the, the turf because... It's a rogue. Right. That's his natural state. Natural state. And this troll just kind of pops up out of the bog, right? And the fighter kind of presses everybody aside. I got this guy, you know? He pulls out his sword, twin swords. He's doing the double sword fighting style. Also known as, you know, I'm about to die soon. And the troll just charges him, right? So he stabs the troll. The troll presses in, now has both of your swords. So what does the fighter do? Well, of course the fighter's got more weapons, Pulls the knives out of his boots, right? Stabs them into the troll. Cool. Now the troll has swords and daggers. Now he has all of your weapons and bites off the fighter's face. 
Because face meats is delicious. Yeah, he eats that face meat, <laughs> chews on it for a little bit, and says next, right? Pulls the swords out eventually. That's a great tactic. Or not. Just leaves him in there? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to regenerate anyway. He might slam into the next person. He kills the wizard just by running into him. <laughs> just charge him. Yeah, doesn't get the rogue, though, because the rogue's smart enough to leave at that point. Or smart enough to pull out the oil. Yes. In terms of fighting trolls, Matt... What are we talking about for PCs? There are some common strategies for defeating trolls. Things like using fire acid attacks, uh, preventing their regeneration by dealing enough damage, or trapping them in sunlight or holy ground, depending on what type of game you're playing. That's kind of a cool variant addition, I think. And everybody knows, pull out the fire, pull out the acid. Obviously, if it's a different type of troll, well... Then use the appropriate damage. Trial and error, my friends. (laughs) That's how it works, right? So... Have some kind of varied elemental damage in general. I mean, that's always just a good plan. Have yourself an alchemist or an artificer or a sorcerer who can cast something. A rogue with a couple of tinder twigs. Some. Some. You gotta have some, (laughs) right? So what makes these things interesting, Matt? Obviously, they're ravenous and they're regenerating giants. Yeah. They're fearless, they are relentless, and they are mean. When you can regenerate, that means damage, I would even say exhaustion, does not apply. I agree that exhaustion does not apply unless they're starving. Fair enough. That makes sense. I would say they only get exhausted from lack of food, not from lack of sleep or anything else. Okay. I would, I would agree with that as well. And then finally, you put down they can potentially reproduce by being torn apart. Yes. In, in some of the canons... They literally reproduce by just getting into a large group and tearing themselves apart. That's in the Troll Wars in the Forgotten Realms. Yes. Yeah. That's bad times right there. You don't want to like happen upon that party. No. No, you don't. <laughs> All right. So these things are nasty. Let's make them even nastier, Matt. You can always make it worse. You can always upgrade your troll. And I'm going to say this first off. Before you start upgrading your troll, go look up all the variant of trolls because... Like, you really don't have to upgrade many of them. Right. Some of them are pre-upgraded. You want to find an acid troll? No problem. There's an acid troll. You want to find an ice troll? Guarantee you there's three flavors. You want to try to find an electricity troll? I think there was one in third edition. I don't know if it's been upgraded. I'm sure there was. With a little bit of tinkering, it can be updated for fifth, right? Or Pathfinder 2. But we'll just talk about some general upgrades for trolls. Sure. What's the first step? Step one, enlarge. Right, just okay. make them bigger. So physical upgrades, right? Yes. You can give them extra limbs or heads, and you should. Stony growths or armor. That would be fun. That would be really hilarious if the barbarian comes up to whack the troll, thinking to lop something off, and the axe rebounds and shatters <laughs> into <Kling>. his face. <laughs> and then the troll bites the face with the axe. Sure. And grows another head. You can give them sharper teeth, speaking of biting. Yeah. Have them act as, uh, what is it, sharpness weapons. That would be fun. Like a uh, jabberwocky. Yeah. <laughs> give them bigger mouths. Or a throat pouch. That's what I was thinking was like, give them the swallow hole ability. Or give them like the cheeks, like <sighs> hamster cheeks. That would be not only cute, but also hideous. Yes. Because they just swallow the paddle in and they've got them in their left cheek. Because the last thing you want is for a troll's face to be bigger. Sure. <laughs> I like this idea as well. Give them an unnatural regeneration. So let's kind of explain that a bit. First off, 
think uh, limbs might grow back deformed, or perhaps there's multiple limbs. Maybe organs or eyes show up where they shouldn't be. Yeah, so play on this body horror kind of all of the thing. And I kind of liken it to something like, okay, you get attacked as a troll, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when I, the first cut opens up and it regenerates instantly within a round. And now there's an eyeball there just staring. Now the troll has an extra eye. Sure. Maybe you lop off the limb. The limb grows spider limbs and skitters around and then grows another troll, maybe spidery in appearance. It doesn't have to look like the troll. could literally be anything. Kind of like Xetomorph, right? Or the thing. Yeah. That would be awesome, freakish, and would be great to scare your party. <laughs> Our players are going to hate us. Yeah. <laughs> this, this episode is definitely going to make them paranoid. Here's a fun one. Make them adapt. What do we mean by that? Well, they regenerate. So maybe over time, they adapt to specific environments or types of damage. If you've got a troll that lives near a volcano Mm -hmm. that has active magma tunnels and all of that stuff, maybe eventually... It becomes a lava troll? It becomes a lava troll, and now it's immune to fire. Oh, that would suck. Lava troll just rolling up, hungry as hell. Made of lava? I think it's delightful. That no, would, it's awful. No, it's, it's awful. It's, it's pretty awful. <laughs> this would be a great idea of like maybe where all the subspecies come from, too. Sure, they literally just adapt to their environment. Yeah, troll wanders up into the frost, gets cold for like a minute. After a couple days, it's a frost troll. Yep. That would be kind of fun and a great way to throw a troll in an unexpected area or environment that they don't normally live in. Maybe it adapts based off of its diet oh so whatever it eats it becomes that also lots of fun now there should be a trade-off with this right so if they're immune to fire what are they not immune to after that so maybe poison might harm them or i would say in the case of a lava troll it's got to be ice ice gotta be cold damage yeah Yeah. some yeah let it be killed by ice you could upgrade their special attacks and again most of the variants have some sort of special attack and a couple of examples can be obviously the elemental or poison style damage Absolutely. Now, have them chuck a breath weapon out. Everybody loves a good breath weapon. Yeah, a little troll that breathes poison spray on you or acid. Suddenly, you've got a really bad day. I like the idea of auras. We mentioned the uh, the rot troll with like the necromatic aura. Sure. I think a magma troll should have a heat aura. Oh, yeah, it should be hot. Yeah. He's sizzling already. Hot troll action going on there. Lava troll. I don't know that I ever need to hear the phrase hot troll action again. (laughs) You've heard it here, folks. A fear effect would be a lot of fun, too. I mean, these things are scary. Yeah. I think a fear effect, honestly, for any of the large, like the huge or uh, gargantuan trolls would be great. Absolutely. It only makes sense. And when we're talking about making them bigger, by the way, there's nothing to say you can't have a colossal troll, like the Scandinavian style giant trolls. Yeah. Yeah. Megafauna troll. Because most trolls are, I think, what like low level, like level five, level six, mid level creatures. Sure. But if you want to take your classic standard troll and just make it really nasty for a you know more powerful party, I think realistically, it it literally just becomes the Tarasque. Oh, the troll becomes the Tarasque. I mean, if you think about the abilities that the Tarasque has and the abilities that a troll has. <gasps> oh my God, the troll is Doomsday. <laughs> DC Universe, the yeah. Doomsday, it just over time evolves all of these abilities to adapt. 
The troll is the ver- the Tarrasque is the troll version of Doomsday. Nice. Sure. Yeah, we made that crossover, folks. <laughs> One of the things that we love to do here is give them classes or give them tactics. Yeah. So any combat class works for a troll. Fighter, uh, ranger. I think ranger is really good. We'll explain that in a minute. Warlocks. Barbarians would be hideous. Because if you think about a a troll being tempted by power, now trolls are not super intelligent. They're also not super nice guys. So a darker power could easily tempt a troll. Like a warlock? Yeah. I think a great old one pact or an abyssal pact of like a hunger demon would be very much flavorful in line with the troll. Absolutely. So you're in the troll moors. The party is creeping along because they don't want to get killed by trolls. And all of a sudden, an eldritch blast vaporizes the nearest cleric. Sure. And out of the moors pops this troll, like welding this magic surrounding its hand. And it's just lobbing fire and hellish energies at whoever, right? Yeah. I really like the idea of the great old one warlock troll. Just like this thing that becomes an aberrant troll. Oh, it's got like tentacles? Yeah. With teeth. Yep. Yeah, that's Extra sucks. eyes. Like all of the aberrant sure. stuff. Sure. That That's the one when it gets damaged, it just grows all kinds of weird stuff. It's the one you cut off their arm and it grows spider legs and charges you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it becomes a spider troll. That would, be, that would suck. Of course, you can make them smart. Sure. They're fearless, smart, and regenerating. That's a deadly combo right yeah. there. Because they know they're, if they have smart and tactics. An example for that is things like rock throwing or laying traps that damage or bind. If you get caught in a snare trap and they literally don't even get close to you, they just stay back and lob rocks at you like you're a giant human pinata. You're, you're having a rough day. That's a, that's a suboptimal position. Bad times, my friend. Now you mentioned, uh, in terms of like laying traps or snap or binding stuff, making them a ranger with their spell list. Yes. Would be awful. That'd be like the worst clap, but worse than monks. You said, yeah, because they can quarter your speed and then literally just pepper you with arrows. And while you're trying to move away, you're taking the damage from the spike growth for trying to move away. Yeah, that would suck. And then they just roll up and, each- and they could walk into the spike growth, literally just yeah. tromping up, pick you up, eat you, bite Delicious. off your face. Delicious face meat. You could make them otherworldly. So this can either be through magic. Or just as the lore of your world. Yeah. Now, of course, the abyssal infernal planar touch type stuff is fun. And I definitely recommend that. But one of the things I thought was kind of fun is if you make him a fey creature. I mean, I can see that. It's not like something that is constantly hungry would be not at home in the fey world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got red caps, which are constantly violent. It is just their baseline nature. So a troll is constantly hungry. It's very similar in nature. Yeah. I like playing up on the Norse and Scandinavian mythologies. Uh, we talk a lot about the powers and upgrading of a troll, but you could also give them some of the disadvantages like getting turned into stone in the sunlight sure why not right or make them as large as the hills and when they you know you keep them up until the sun rises and now you've got a new hill and you've just made a castle because you've got plenty of stone sure freshly quarried it also explains things like the lonely mountain or like you know the single mount or butte or whatever that's sticking out in the middle oh yeah 
thousand years ago it was a stone that didn't get back to their cave in time it takes one asshole wizard with an unpetrify <laughs> that's that's definitely problematic here's something fun tie their power to locations going back to the troll bridge right yeah maybe they're more powerful when they're in ob a, like a location of power and i think their specific location of power i think things like arches like natural arches bridges would be neat any type of uh like natural portal or doorway would be a lot of fun yeah i like uh transition zones is yeah. what i'm thinking i was thinking where like a river the the part where a river goes underground mm-hmm. things like that that would be really cool yeah and tie their abilities to whatever that that location happens to be and remember in the mythologies they don't have to be ugly or monstrous they can look like humans so maybe have them be shape changers yeah or maybe just have them look like humans which would really what's the difference between those guys and cannibals the teeth yeah until they smile at you (laughs) bite off your face and finally what else could you do matt you could give them a distinct culture which is either more or less evil they could be a peaceful subterranean species yeah just growing mushrooms in their mushroom farms yeah sipping mushroom tea on their toadstools, sitting on their toadstools. Absolutely. Doing peaceful troll things. Yep. Beside a giant caterpillar. Yeah, absolutely. They've got pink hair. They've got a nice little gem in their belly. Kids love them. Now, we could also do some ridiculous stuff as well. No. Uh, I remember going back on the original thing we first said in terms of the lore, the capacity to, of trolls to turn other humans into trolls. Maybe... Being a troll is a magical curse or disease. So by scratching or biting a humanoid creature, they turn into a troll. Yeah. Like like I said, like a troll lycanthropy. This is awesome. You want to start a horrible, horrible end of the world survival campaign, which by the way, if you haven't seen our episode on survival campaigns, go check it out. Oh, you're right. A a troll outbreak would make a great survival campaign. Troll apocalypse, folks. Yeah. There's a bunch of miners. They're exploring a cavern. Troll pops out, kills a couple of the miners, right? They're dead. Yeah. But it bites one of them. Miner gets away. Now he's infected. He bites somebody else. Over the course of, say, a couple of hours, he's infected five or six other people. They start growing claws and teeth. Their skin gets all bubbly and noddled. And then and the troll apocalypse happens. Exactly. Got to nuke it from orbit, my friends. You've got an idea for animalian trolls i i what what are we talking about here trolls are humanoid yes but they are a specific set of traits right oh. they regenerate they tend to be larger etc et dark et vision and so forth yes right take the troll traits mm-hmm. and make animal trolls so like a moose and a troll yes that sounds awful well, you brought a moose into it, so it yeah, definitely got yeah. worse just immediately. You've got this moose rolling through the tundra, and it regenerates. It's constantly hungry because it's got big moose teeth, and it's biting off all of the wilderness people's faces. It's hunting down whole herd of caribou. It's just a... When you, when you make it a moose, it becomes a force of nature. Lumberjacks are just fleeing for their lives. It would be like an elephant... <laughs> Troll would oh, be an elephant absolutely troll. awful. Yeah, that, that would suck. <laughs> Rhinoceros trolls. A rhinoceros troll. 
hippopotamus trolls. Hippo troll. Because hippopotamuses are already just awful creatures. A humbled squid. Yes. <laughs> the humbled kraken. Yes. Yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about our aquatic atrocities episode, which was such a delight. Giants. Yeah, just just take a normal creature, bump it up a size level, and then give it all the troll traits. Like a troll badger. Yes. All of these are awful. I love this. You could let them gain the abilities of the creatures they consume. Yeah. Talk about some ridiculousness right there. Okay, cool. The troll eats a kobold. No big deal, right? Except it gets scaliness and wings, maybe slightly draconic. The troll eats a piece of a dragon. Now you've got a problem. The troll eats a wizard. Now you've got a bigger problem. It just makes me think about like every adventurer, as soon as they finish doing whatever they do, they have to destroy the corpse of it just immediately, just in case the trolls come. You want to steal some paranoia in your in your party. Because you don't want the trolls chewing on that aboleth. No, no. That'd be bad times. <laughs> next thing you know, you got the next big bad. You could make them burst or explode when they hit and then reform. I just think this is hilarious. So think of these like big pudgy, liquidy looking, maybe like the Venom trolls or whatever. Right. And Barbarian comes up, gets a good whack at the axe. Maybe it's a critical hit, right? The troll bursts in a spray of acid and poison. The Barbarian screams and begins to dissolve. The rogue flees at the first sign of this. And then the body parts start crawling back together and reattach themselves over the course of a round or two. And then- Like Terminator 2? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, like the liquid metal, and then mm -hmm. go after the next person. That would suck. They grab their bow, because it's a ranger. Sure. And then finally, what could you do with this? You could have them just do the starfish maneuver, right? If you cut off a leg, the leg grows a troll, and the troll grows a leg. If you run it through a fine sieve, then now you've got a thousand trolls in the offing. It's just going to take some time for them to get there. That's a lot of trolls right there. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be awful as well. It's like uh, cubing little like carrot cubes for dinner. If you do that to a troll, you just end up with a bazillion of them. And that's how you get the troll mores. Yeah, it's troll seeds. Yeah. We've got some story options, and some of these are a lot of fun. First off, uh, Matt, what do we have? Farmers have complained of missing cattle, and the PCs must investigate. It's a troll? Yeah, it's, I mean, this is like the classic, right? The, the classic intro to any given thing. A local swamp is terrorized by a ravenous bog beast. What Sounds a great, like it could be a troll. Good way to put a troll into a campaign, right? Good yep. low-level intro. A string of grisly murders points to trolls. However, none are found. Characters must find the humanoid-looking trolls before they strike again. Yeah, so there are a bunch of trolls in human form. Yep. Killing people and eating them. Maybe they're intelligent. Maybe they have tactics. Maybe it's one of your party's NPC friends. Maybe it's one of your party. That would be even better. <laughs> yes, I would totally allow that. That would be hilarious. A wizard has several cubed trolls that have accidentally gotten flushed down the sewer by an apprentice. Oopsie. Now you've got a sewer filled trolls. Or at least a few of them. A legendary mountain range is actually a family of titanic, petrified stone trolls. The PCs must wake them up for a quest. This is a great idea. They've been around for years, right? Sure. <laughs> so what do you, what would this quest entail? Maybe, uh, maybe it's part of a prophecy. Maybe the trolls are 
they purposely got themselves frozen and they're holding some sort of like magic object mm. and they have to unfurl in order to release the uh, magic artifact. Sure. Maybe they have some forgotten lore that only they know from eons ago. All of it's good ideas. Yeah. A local garbage collector has retired and the PCs must locate another troll for the job. I love this idea that it's not a bad troll. He's just eating. He's he's hungry, right? They're always ravenous. So the local garbage collector is a troll. The troll got old, decided to retire. Now the PCs have to go find another troll to train it as a garbage collector. A local druid has domesticated several feral trolls to guard an area that the PCs need to pass through. Maybe this is a magical location and they are exhibiting some of those traits. Yep. That'd be a lot of fun. Runoff from the city, alchemists have mutated a family of trolls which now exhibit strange and dangerous qualities. There you go. Alchem- alchemical trolls. Think about that. Gotta love it. Gotta love that. A battle-damaged troll begins grafting pieces of other creatures to itself granting it unusual properties yeah the troll gets his limb lopped off and grabs the barbarians lopped off limb i was actually thinking it uh shoves on a couple displacer beast tentacles oh that would be cool like maybe that eventually doesn't even look like a troll it's got like beholder eyes and it's got uh some crab claws it could actually intentionally damage itself to graft things on if i was a troll i would yeah that'd be cool Characters seek a sample of hair from Pinky, a fabled troll with bright pink, luxurious locks. Sure. Gem in its belly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to eventually have one of the cute little troll toy dolls in a campaign, and it is still a troll, though. Absolutely. It still will bite people's faces off. I feel like that's more fun. Like, not making it a happy, cute, singing one, but making it a vicious, albeit tiny troll. Yes. The players discover trolls are the descendants of an ancient cursed civilization. What will they do with this knowledge? Will they save the trolls or will they nuke them from orbit? Could be anything. Yeah. So there you have it. A whole bunch of options and lore regarding trolls, ways to improve your troll, make them even more deadly, more insidious, or I dare say more fun to play. Sure. And a couple of story options to get some trolls into your campaign, whether they're low level or high level. It's all fun. It's all good. It's all good. Any questions or comments, hit us up at Goblin's Corner on Twitter. Did you enjoy this program? We have a Trolls Worth More. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player, YouTube, and Twitch. Click the five stars. Give us a review on iTunes and Podchaser. If you're on YouTube, hit the like and subscribe button. It boosts our show, and it feeds hungry algorithm. Which is a troll. Constantly hungry, constantly regenerating. That's it. It's a troll. Destroying things. Destroying yeah. things, yes. That's, That's the right. algorithm. There you go. The algorithmic troll. That's all the time we have for tonight. Once again, my name is Eric. And I'm Matt. We'll see you next time. Good night, folks. The Goblin's Corner is written and produced by Eric Holden and Matt Staples. Show song by the mighty D20. Don't we love that guy? Sure. This is a subterranean production. Bump, 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 bump.